Hi, and a very warm welcome to the 100 pounder meeting of Overeaters Anonymous. My name is Rita Q. I am a recovering compulsive reader. Today is the 14th of April, 2021. I am delighted to um, welcome Ori B to share with us today. And he is gonna tell us about his experience, strength and hope in the program. Take it away, Ori. <laughs> What's up everybody? What's up everybody? My name is Ori. I'm a compulsive overeater, and uh, ooh, I have a lot of caffeine in my blood right now, <laughs> and adrenaline, and all kind of chemicals kicking off. So I'm I'm really tuned up right now. Um, I'm a compulsive overeater, and um, I'm just shy of five years of uh, food sobriety, recovery, entire abstinence, whatever way you want to call it. And uh, I'm down, I'm down somewhere between like 440 and, oh, I'm sorry, heard of, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, 135 and 150 pounds, 200, whatever, yeah, I used to be 485 pounds, like, I'm, like, I'm just, I'm so sorry, like, my, my calculations are off, what is that, two, I don't know, I, I don't care, <laughs> um, it's a big amount. It is a, a big amount. A miracle happened to me um, four years and some change ago. Um, you know, just before I get into the share, like I always think like for people from other places, like when I hear like Susan talk, I hear her accent, I hear Rita's accent. I'm like, they talk weird. And I'm, I'm wondering if you guys think I talk weird. Like, <laughs> so, okay. All right. All right. Um, you know, I want to jump in the definition of humility, right? Humility is the quality of being humble. Um, the dictionary definitions uh, accentuate humility as a low self-regard. And I also want to look up the definition of humble. And humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. And I'm starting, like, when I share, it's just personally, I just, I, telling my same story, it's just, I don't know, I just can't do that. Um, and, and I like to talk about where I am currently. Um, and something that's been uh, heavy in my meditation, um, I've been working with, I was working with a sponsee in step seven. And, you know, this, this, this reading has just been stuck in like my consciousness since we were working on it. And, and it talk, on page 76, in the AA 12 and 12 on step seven, it says the chief activator of our defects has been self-centered fear, primarily fear that we would lose something we already possessed or would fail to get something we demanded. Living upon a basis of unsatisfied demands, we were in a state of con uh, continual disturbance and frustration. Therefore, no peace was to be had unless we, had, we, we could find a means of reducing these demands. The difference between a demand and a simple request is plain to anyone. Like that is, like I, that's like so profound, like just that concept. And I think about like, why did I get to 485 pounds? Like what was it that, like what drove me to eat in that, in that way, like you, I remember getting to a point where 
no matter how much I ate, it did like there was a, I never, I couldn't, I couldn't get satisfied anymore. Like I was just eating to be eating because that's what I had been doing. Like it wasn't satisfying anything. The bottomless hole that I felt in my spirit was never, it didn't get filled in it. My, my disease progressed to the point where I knew it wasn't filling me. I knew it stopped working and I kept eating and kept eating anyway. And, and it talks about spiritual bankruptcy. Like, no, that is spiritual bankruptcy. Like when nothing I do is, is, is filling that deep, incredible hole in emptiness inside. And you take away the food. You Okay, so now the food is down. Just being abstinent doesn't solve that incredible deep void that I have in, in my spirit. It doesn't solve anything. And now you get, now I get into, once I start digging into the work, it's like now I get to, oh, what were the causes and conditions that drove me to this insane place? And when I look at that paragraph, like the, just the, the un, just the, I'm, I have endless demands that I put on myself, life, people, places, like I just have endless demands. And, and it's just me and my sponsor talk about it a, a lot. Like I just can't get enough of anything. I give you an example, a real world example of this, like, I'm a car guy. Um, cars are one of my enjoyments in life. And I've had many cars, like in, in, you know, just many cars. And this last, one of my last cars, that my, my, one of my last great cars, it was, it, it's a muscle car, right? It's a new, it was, it was incredible, right? It had a presence. It had a sound. It was powerful. It was like incredible. And I remember after I got that car, six months after owning that car, it was just like, I had already moved on. It was no longer a thing. It was just, okay, what's the next thing? I want, you know what? I want a better car. Like, that's, that's, that, like, the, that, that moment really showed me, like, I just want more. I want more all the time. I want better, bigger, faster, stronger, prettier, you know, sexy, like whatever, just more, 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 more. And it's that, just that deep soul sickness that I have. And it's all about me trying to satisfy my needs. All about, and the, and the problem is nothing outside is going to satisfy that. Nothing is going to satisfy that. And it's kind of sad because it's like, okay, well, if nothing outside is going to satisfy that, if feel that, then where is it going to come from? And that's where this God idea comes in. It has to, for me, I'm a, I'm the God, like I'm a person where God has to be real. Like this spiritual way of life has to be real because if I don't have that, I'm left to my own schemes, designs, devices. 
And I know where that's gotten me. I know where that's gotten me, right? Like, so like either God, like God has to be real, either God is or God isn't. Like it really has become that for me. I need something more. And the incredible thing is there is something more. I'm discovering that there is something more. There's something greater under the surface. On page 64 in the big book, um, it talks about the first requirement is that we quit playing God. Well, how do we quit playing God? Well, first off, we have to learn how, how, how I play God. And that's the fourth step. The fourth step is an activity that shows me how I play God. In this whole idea, the simple attitude that God is going to be my director, I'm his agent. That is the, that is the essence of humility, being right-sized, knowing my role and playing my role and not exceeding the boundaries of my role. It's not my role to tell my niece how she should be raising her child. It's not my role. I don't even, I've never raised a child. So how can I even begin to contemplate how, how, to, how, how can I tell her how to raise her child? That's not my role. My role is to be the good, cool uncle that can be supportive whatever way she needs. That's my role. I got to quit playing God. I can't be, you know, I give you an, I'm gonna continue with this theme. So here's a story, a, a, a story in, in, in humility. Um, recently, somebody asked me to share. And when I got into the meeting, there were only like five people. And just to show you that Ori is not spiritually evolved yet, and I haven't arrived, my first thought was, don't it, it was an attitude. I didn't say this, but it was an attitude of don't they know who I am? I don't share for meetings less than 50 people. Like it was just like it and it was like, what the hell? Where is that coming from? Oh, I didn't even like that is a nasty part of my character. I didn't even like I, like I, I recoil from that, like as if it was a hot flame. Like, oh, is that me? That's me. And I texted my sponsor right then and there. And I was like, don't they know I'm the great Ori? I don't share for, you know, just joking about it. Cause this is like my, my, just the, the clear lack of humility in that moment. It was disgusting, appalling and beautiful at the same time. So I had to share that. I had to talk about it. And, you know, and, and as the meeting went on, people came in, you know, as they do. And then when I looked at the, I just so happened to mouse over the number again, like later on in the meeting and it said 50 exactly. <laughs> and I swear, like my God has a high, like my God has a, like it just a humor about it because I started just laughing, but going back to the humility, right? Like knowing my role, knowing my place, you know, part of practicing humility is not having, not having um, a high opinions of one's own ideas and importance, like self-importance is something that I suffer from, like this whole, you know, 
like, don't they know who I am? Like, it's a snob. Like, I have this, uh, it says, like, snobbery. Like, that came up a lot in my fourth step, too. Snobbery, you know, superiority. And, wh and why does, why do I talk about that? Like, this idea of humility is necessary because that, it, like, that sits at the core of my addiction, right? It's the self, the self, the selfishness, the self-centeredness, this me thinking about me. It's all about me. It's about how my ideas will help you or, you know, it's about, it's just me trying to control, like trying to control people. And it's just like, what is it? like in, in, at this point in my recovery, it's just, it's the peace that comes in just letting go like know your role play your position don't exceed your position the peace that comes as a result of doing that it just is so much relief oh people have great ideas other people come to their ideas they don't need the great and powerful aura to come up with to be clever and you know in in and figure out their lives they don't need me oh what a relief the world spins and, and moves on without the great and powerful aura. What a relief. So much, it's like, it's no pressure now. I can just sit back and just live. Um, and, you know, at, at 485 pounds, there was just so, like, I just remember how heavy life was like not only physically but just how heavy it was it was just like everything was a problem like life itself felt like just a complete injustice like you know everything was wrong no wonder i needed such massive amounts of food and they talk about the attic is an example of self-will run riot. You know, so from what I've from what I've learned is everybody has a version of self-will. Everybody has self-will. I'm just an extreme example of that. And my self-will is turned up to the maximum level because of fear. The hundred forms of fear that I'm driven by drives me to want to control and, and grind in life, grind everything. I'm like that. I think about two years into this recovery, that's one thing that I noticed that I'm a grinder. Like I want to grind everything. I'm grinding to get uh, status. I'm grinding to get people to do what I want them to do. I'm grinding on myself. Just the nat, like some people call it gnashing, just like, what, what, why? It was no enjoyment in that. No wonder I had to seek relief in food. And fast forward to now, one of the greatest enjoyments of my life is being of service to others. Like who, I did not envision that. 
like I mean, lately I've been questioning that. Like, is that is that is that supposed to, is that how it's supposed to be? Like, I, you know, I enjoy working with others so much. Like, it, it, it's it's not even an effort, really. Like people say, man, you spend a lot of time. I actually enjoy it. Like, who is that? How did that happen? And it's not it's not because you know I I do I am aware that it keeps keeps me sober. But that's not the that's not the primary motivator. The primary motivator is it, it, it's enjoyable to help others find the solution. Going back to this idea of humility, you know, recently I learned it's not my it's not my role, it's not my place to try to shape my sponsee's relationship with their creator, with their higher power. It's not my responsibility to shape their recovery experience. All I can do is lead a person to the water, but it's 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 them developing their relationship with their higher power. You know, it's not about me trying to strong arm somebody into recovery. Again, going back to that principle of humility, being right-sized, playing my position, knowing my role. You know, humility comes up at work. I want to, you know, for a long time, it was about, let me show these people how great my ideas are and how indispensable Ori is. Let me show them who I am. Nah, bro. That's not what it's about. Now it's about doing my job. And doing it well and having fun doing it because I can, because I have this skill set. And just do my job well. It's a relief not to be trying to pursue the accolades and the recognition all the time and being, it's just a relief that I don't have to, like, I don't have to be that anymore. That is a gift. You know, there was a time in program where it's talking about, you know, these dark aspects of my character that I've, I've, I've you know, I've, I've discovered, you know, there, I think about three and a half years in, or no, about four years in, like, I noticed that part of my motivation in being in, in learning the big book and learning was so I can claim, so I can claim moral superiority over my fellows. Ugh. that's nasty, right? Like to, to come to that realization about myself, like I wanted to lord that over people. I wanted to claim moral superiority. Aren't I better? I'm so spiritually better than you. <laughs> like, listen to that, <laughs> right? I wanted to get more time and program so I could say, so I could claim, so I could have a status because I have time. I'm working with the winners and I'm doing it the right way. And like, what, what? That's so, like, that's not God. But here's the thing though, and, and here's the grace. God used that ability, like God used that, right? God used that. Like, I feel like God used that to, to drive me into deeper, deeper understanding, right? Like that's, the, God used that defective character to, 
push me deeper into the step work, right? And deeper into the spiritual way of life and deeper into this connection. On 76 in the step seven, going back to step seven, as we approach the actual taking of step seven, it might be well if we AAs inquire once more just what our deeper objectives are. Each of us would like to live at peace with himself and with his fellows. We would like to be assured that the grace of God can do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. We have seen that character defects based upon short-sighted or unworthy desires are the obstacles that block our path toward these objectives. We now clearly see that we have been making unreasonable demands upon ourselves, upon others, and upon God. Like, it talks about joining in brother, I think it talks, it says in the big book, joining in brotherly harmonious, brotherly harmonious action. Like, in, in, in be, so this concept of being in the middle of the herd, right? And being, being one amongst many. I spent a lot of time wanting to be at the top of the heap, right? And, I, and, I've, and I've provided examples of how I wanted to be the best. Even in program, I want to be the best. And, and I talked about how just the pressure that creates and the disturbance that that creates. And I talked about once I'm, you know, with me, pressure and disturbance is not good because I want to seek relief naturally. So now I get to be one, one, one amongst many, and I, I want to have harmonious relationships. And Rita, beautiful Rita, she, you know, she called me out. That's something I've been practicing on is when people call, return a call. When people text, return a text because that's part of being in harmonious action. And I'm glad she lovingly called me out because that's something that I've been working on in, in, in being harmonious in my relationships. Time. So, I don't know how to wrap this up pretty. I don't, I don't, like I, I just kind of, just kind of ran into a humility dead end, but uh, <laughs> I hope I shared something that was of help. If you got any questions, ask questions. You don't have to ask questions, you know, and uh, you can share what you want to share. And, you know, thank you for allowing me to be of service. I just kind of ranted a little bit on humility. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Jory. Everybody give me a big uh, round of applause there. Jazz hands. Wonderful. Just stop the recording there.